are doing well. This is Serona Rose and welcome to the Astrology Update. You're seeing a chart for today's uh, planetary alignments and this is where I am located. Um, please know that I am in the Eastern Daylight Time as of right now. So everything that all the times that and dates that I do talk about uh, please note they are in my time zone, so you will need to look yours up. So we've had a lot of intense energy going on. We've had a shift um, as the sun went into Scorpio from Libra. Um, we had Mars yesterday moving into Scorpio. Now, this is going to bring some determination energy, very focused. Uh, it's an energy of going after what you want. Um, this can be pushy energy sometimes, but remember, moderation is best. Also, this is going to tap us into our intuition. So, what are you intuitively feeling? Not only what are we just, if we're hurting or not, what is our intuition telling us? So I want to give us the lineup of where all the planets are right now, just to let us, just to give you an idea of what we're playing with. We have the sun at 8 degrees of Scorpio. We have the moon at 12 degrees of Virgo. Mercury is 21 degrees Libra, and we have now cleared the shadow. Venus is 25 degrees Sagittarius. Mars is 0 degrees Scorpio. Um, Jupiter is 22 degrees Aquarius. Saturn, 7 degrees Aquarius. Uranus, 12 degrees in Taurus. And reminder, Uranus is retrograde. Neptune is 20 degrees in Pisces retrograde. And Pluto is 24 degrees Capricorn. And if you'll see how this line up here, you see the moon. But you see the sun leading the way there. And then you see, um, you see Mars. And then you see Mercury. So this is some real intense work going on here. And it's really one that is going to... Um, push us in order to find the truth there. Now, you see all these little nice little red lines. Um, those are squares that we're seeing, and this is what they're facing against. We see Jupiter um, facing Uranus. Uranus and Taurus, this is a lot of different types of energy that is ready to change. Remember, Uranus likes to shake things up. It's the bolt of lightning. And here we have Jupiter that's in Aquarius. Well, this is looking forward, and this is another one right here. Uranus, that's its home sign. So we, we're looking in the future a lot with um, our um, material things. But right now, there's a friction going on and how we can go forward. And we need to work together. So we do see um, some help coming in from Mercury that is going to aid in communication. So we are in a time to where we are finding new ways to communicate. Um, 21, this, this year 21, that represents a portal of truth. It goes, it 
goes down to the number three, which is all about creativity. On October 30th of 2021, that was like a creative, um, a gateway of creative energy. It was just opening up. It was a 369. So, yeah. And November um, 2021, that's down in numerology. It goes down to a seven. And seven is the seeker of all seekers. It is willing to find the truth. And ladies and gentlemen, that is exactly what is going on here. But first, I meant to explain something on my last update. And I do apologize. I did not do this. I had a question of what was a shadow period. And I gave it a very rough answer. I mean, very to the point. But I want to come back and I want to explain that just a little bit better for you all. Now, a shadow period, as you've probably heard, like the shadow period of Mercury, um, or you've heard it called retrograde shadow or the shadow point. Now, this is a specific time that occurs before and after a retrograde period for a planet. It starts when the planet first passes the degree of the zodiac that the planet will travel back to during its retrograde. It ends when it passes the degree that it originally stationed retrograde at. Meaning, let me get my pencil here and I'll show you. So this is Mercury, okay? And when they travel retrograde, it doesn't flow. See, this is us right here. This is, this is us. And when it's retrograde, it doesn't look like it's flowing. It looks like it's hanging back and going right, going backwards, right? But it doesn't really go backwards. It's just our optical illusion. So it goes back over those same little degrees there. And in, in those degrees, this is what we really need to pay attention to because when he's getting ready to station and go retrograde, he's going back over grounds that he's already went over. So he's like, wait a minute, I forgot something. So I got to go back. And when he's going back, he notices things that he's left behind, right? So we are coming out of that actually. We are coming out of the um, the shadow period for Mercury. And um, this is a fairly new concept. And um, I know that a lot of people aren't really familiar with the shadow time, and that's okay. But again, this is a fairly new concept. It began in the 1980s by astrologer Roxana um, Morrissey, I believe. Um, Morrissey, M-U-R. Um, I'm probably butchering that name. Um, and it was viewed as a very important time for the retrogrades. And I happen to agree with this because I think...
it was considered very important for the interpretation of the charts and I, you know, in interpreting this energy and, and I feel it is too. I do feel that it's, um, very important in interpreting the energy of the chart and what's going on, especially during these, um, and these times are important because the planet is going back over that time. It's like watching a show over and noticing the things that you missed. Have you ever done that? Have you ever um, just watched a movie and rewatched it and rewatched it? And you're just like, oh, I just love this movie. And um, But every time you watch it, you notice different things. Like the Hitchhiker, the Hitchhiker's uh, Guide to the Galaxy. When you watch that movie, you notice things that you didn't notice before. And it can be little things. It can be, um, you know, small things. It doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be really, really huge. It could be small things. So these events and these occurrences that happen until the actual, the actual stationing and retrograde of the planet it will be the theme of that retrograde energy, that period there. So then after the planet stations again to begin its direct motion, the energy um, will continue to work itself out until it leaves those travel degrees. So that's saying that when it begins its retrograde and what station means is it stands still. And that is the closest time it is to Earth, that planet no matter what that planet is, that's the closest time that it is to Earth. So it stations and then it appears to um, go backwards. But when it starts to go forward again, that is when all of this stuff starts coming out into the open. And in our world right now, we are seeing more and more things be shown to us and more things that is being revealed. We are finding out some truths that are really, really um, shocking to some of us. But, you know, that is the beauty of retrogrades. Is they allow us to go over and they give us a second chance to see things as they are. Now, I want to get into um, this movement right here where you have the sun, you have Mars, and you have Mercury right here. I want to get into this a little bit. This is, when I look at this placement here, I see the mind, I see the action, and I see, and I'm, I'm just going to say the ego itself. And I'm not meaning that in a, in a negative way, because... The ego is important. The ego is mandatory in our life because it is what pushes us and what drives us. Can we use that to our detriment? Well, of course we can because we live in a world of polarity. So yes, we can push things to the left and we can push things to the right too far. And I think that we are all seeing this in our world right now. So we're seeing this like, it's almost like a pushed idea here. But we have to go back and look at our moon there. Our moon is hanging out here in uh, Virgo. Now, 
Virgo is very intelligent. Virgo is industrious, but it's practical. It's very practical. So in this placement, we are figuring out how to use all those things that we've learned, all those things that we've felt, um, that we have discovered. We are sifting through that information that comes to us. And it's, it's something that is calling our attention, um, calling us to pay attention to um, that in a physical way. And it's causing us to pay attention to those things that we physically invest in, okay? Physically invest in. So, we figure out what needs to be done, and then we do it. But, remember, Virgo is very practical. So, it's one step at a, at a time. When we have Mars entering into Scorpio... This is wonderful energy, and I do apologize for the motorcycle. Um, we have motorcycle enthusiasts around here, so I do apologize for that. Um, everybody likes to play. So, we see this line up here, and we see where these ideas and this energy to act be pushed, but we're remembering one step at a time. We can't expect everything to just come out right then and just be right there. We get so impatient and we get so used to having this instantaneous um, creation that we neglect the importance of the blooming, of the process the process of becoming. There is a method here. There is something that we are needing to learn off of each step of this way. And now with Venus over here in Sagittarius, this Sagittarius is our truth seeker. Um, it, it loves freedom. It's, you know, and it just... It loves to discover as well, but it's a seeker of truth. So, with this time frame, it's, it's perfect because of the fact that the veils um, today are Samhain. So, the veil is the thinnest. Um, and the Celts, the ancient Celts, only believed, you know, they only celebrated two times of the year. It was the beginning of the light half of the year, which was Beltane. And then the ending, which was the beginning of the dark half of the year, and that is Samhain. So, this is the concept of as we are um, at this holy day, these veils are down. And people notice different things this time of year. People notice... Um, smells that were familiar they may hear voices of their loved ones see this this holiday this celebration it connects us to our ancestors it reminds us of of where we come from and this is for some people this is the third harvest this is the final harvest 
And this is the time that we give our ultimate thank, thank, thank yous, <laughs> and gratitude um, for all of our harvest. And what are you harvesting this year? So what is very important to me is that of all this time that we have been watching and things that are going on, our Lord of the Underworld, Pluto, right here, has been in Capricorn. And this is a digging up and destroying of places of power that would be in that would be governments, um, agencies, different things like that. This is a breaking away of what is no longer practical and no longer important anymore. Capricorn is an earth sign and earth signs are very practical. So we really have to think about practicality as well. And this is highly important here because he is squaring Mercury. Okay. And this is, and this is in Libra. So we're looking at fairness. We are looking at the wrong that has been done to the people, the wrong that has, um, that is outdated, that is more harmful than good, falling away so that the new can be born. Now, another thing here, you see all of these nice little uh, squares here. Well, we have Saturn and we have Pluto, we have Saturn and we have Jupiter in Aquarius. And Jupiter is our planet of expansion, right? And Saturn is our, he represents our boundaries because at one time, Saturn was the furthest that the astrologers of the time could see. So everything beyond that was the other world. And he represents limits. Well, when he's an Aquarius, oh, that can be, mm, that can be a, a, a bit hesitant there because Aquarius is very forward thinking. They're very humanitarian. And with this concept here, it's like, yes, we can, we can um, expand, but we have to be careful that we don't go too far. So what I'm feeling here this week is starting us out is it's really one that's wanting us to go after um, our ideals, to go after um, these ways that will be of our highest good. We are checking in with our intuition. We are balancing out our emotions. We are um, we're taking stock in that that is valuable to us. We're starting to invest in what we consider valuable. This is a big time of, of really great change. And we are trying to break away what's no longer needed, what's no longer necessary, breaking down the old rules, the old laws, um, 
as we are looking forward into our future. And this is perfect timing because Samhain is, is exactly that. Samhain, it tells us that, you know, womb and the tomb, are they sent back to back. So at this time of the year, we're looking back at our past and we're seeing what we done right, what we did wrong, that sort of thing. But we're also looking forward as in how can we um, go about things in our highest uh, possibility, our highest good. And this is leading the way. I mean, you got the sun operating in Scorpio. This is wonderful energy, guys. This is really, really, um, it's powerful energy because Mars entering in Scorpio. Oh, yeah, this is going to be determination to get things done, to get things taken care of. Um, we still have Neptune in Pisces. And you see that squaring the moon, too. And this, this is going to cause a little bit of doubt in our emotions. But remember, you have to trust yourself. You have to, what, what is valuable to you? What is that? So, um, we are going to go next to, we have the new moon on November the 4th. Uh-oh, where'd it go? There you go. So, look at this. See all that. Isn't that wonderful? And this is our Ascendant. Our Ascendant is in Aries. And our um, Descendant is in Libra. So here we're trying to get us a balance going on. We still have some stuff that's coming back. And we still have this square between Uranus and Taurus happening with the Sun and with Mars. And, the Mars, and Mars will be at 3 degrees of... Scorpio. Now I want to talk about this new moon. A new moon is when the moon and the sun are at the same degrees. And you see here they're at 12 degrees. Again, um, this is based off my um, Eastern time. So wherever you live in the world, um, you need to check with your time. So let's get talking about this. 12 degrees of Scorpio, the uh, Sabian symbol is the embassy ball. And this is like a universal ball. But the message here is to be aware your thief of the night. And this is about entering without force. Inside job, right? Now, 11 for 2021 equals 11, which is the universal, um, this is a highly spiritual number. And it reminds me of the saying by William James, which is the father of American psychology. He states, the world we see that seems so insane is the result of a belief system that is not working. 
to perceive the world differently, we must be willing to change the belief system. So let the past slip away, expand our sense of now, and dissolve the fear in our minds. Okay, and this is so perfect because this is all happening in Scorpio. Scorpio is those, the deep, um, it is the subconscious. It is those deep, dark areas. And when the sun and moon are going there, this is the masculine and the feminine. And you have these two powers coming together. And yes, number 12, you, it goes to a 3, so 12 and 12, that's 24, that's 6, that is 6. And <laughs> you see what I'm saying? This is creative energy at its finest. But it's really going to be important that we be intuitively connected to ourselves. And what I mean by that is being able to listen to yourself, your feelings, what you're thinking, your ideals. When we hear the words of know thyself, it's so common, commonly said nowadays, that we take it for just a grain of salt. But remember how valuable salt is. Salt is one of the most valuable spices we have. And to truly understand that, we get deeper into that mind, right? I'll go off on a salt talk, and that's just not what we're here for, right? <laughs> so, with that being said, this Scorpio um, new moon is taking me into the world of psychology deeply. Because as I look into the world... And as I see what's going on, I do see a mentally ill world. And one of my favorite, favorite, um, psych, um, in the psychology field was Carl Jung, Carl Gustav Jung. And he says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And, oh my goodness, that just really, when I saw this, is exactly right. You know, you have these, these squares here. You've got the sun. You've got squaring um, Saturn here. You've got Mercury, uh, Mercury and Mars all squaring Saturn here. And Saturn is trying to move forward in in a productive way and a responsible way and you've got these these very important planets here these you got the moon the sun and mars and scorpio and this is really really pushing those trigger moments and you know guys I'm telling you this is bringing out those parts of us that, ah, oh, those, those dark recesses. If you do not understand how to do your own personal work and you do not understand how to, um, do this, taking the, uh, taking this energy and transforming it into a positive energy and working within yourself, 
you're you're going to be suffering. You're going to be suffering because this is exactly what this time is. Um, uh, Byron Katie, uh, she said one time that the ego's job is to kill everything but itself. And that is really one thing that we have to see that is playing out in, the, in our world. And we've had so many instances. Guys, there's a reason that, you know, Pluto is in Capricorn right now. There's a reason this stuff is going on. And then we have uh, Uranus and Taurus over here. Uranus is still breaking that up. It's the shock and awe factor, hitting all of our foundation, hitting our food, hitting our monies, um, hitting these different avenues. So, I really want to talk about numerology for just a moment. Now, November 2021 is a seven. And a seven is the, um, the master of seekers. A uh, seven wants to get the truth. It wants to find out things. But I'm going to go into... Um, more about I, I really love this numerology the way that it's going here and I want to go a little bit deeper into this so number seven is the chariot card in the tarot and seven takes an intellectual approach to things okay so seven is the researching it's about gathering information um, like I said it's the seeker of all seekers and and it doesn't depend just so solely upon the um the the intellect the analytical analytical intellect it also um listens to the intuition it's also connected to its intuition it listens and to the number 7 this is when when this is when there's vibration is happening this is saying that this is when the practical and the spiritual matters um and this is every, every aspect of it matters so basically through this you gather up the information you're learning what's real what's not you're feeling your intuition you're seeing what's before you what the actions not the words but the actions and then you're able to get all the useful information from that and take that forward. Now, tomorrow, uh, the fourth, which is the new moon, um, that's the master number 11. Um, November the 4th, 2021 is 11. And that is about being connected to a higher source of wisdom, like the God, Goddess, um, the Divine, whatever you choose to call it. And while 11 does break down to 2, which is a feminine number, and it too represents harmony, um, it represents uh, sensitivity as well, um, 11 does have that information. It does have that energy, but it's going to be in a deeper way. So this is going to, um, we're going to have, this is about innovation, um, motivated energy, and it's open to spiritual concepts as well. So, this is very intuitive as well. This month is highly intuitive, and it's going to be, well, you know, the next two months are going to be um, very intense with some rare aspects going on because I'm going to tell you this new moon this energy is like a fixed 
fine mess. It is having a moment. Now, this moon is important because um, it is one of the new moons since August the 8th. Um, the, the new moons has had an aspect with Uranus. So, basically, since August the 8th of, 20, of this year, our new moons have all had an aspect with Uranus. And Uranus is that unpredictable energy. So, this moon will be willing to look in the dark, to go into the uncomfortable, to face the fears, um, uh, go deep down beneath the surface. It, it wants the truth of the truth of the truth. It wants to find the answers. So, it's really going to be one of, of ushering in an energy of finding the truth out no matter what. Now, this is also, um, we are entering into eclipse season. Um, November and December, we're going to have some eclipses. And this is uh, where things can be unpredictable. So, this is more unpredictable energy. Uh, this moon will offer us a glimpse to look into the unseen, into the unknown, and um, get a glimpse at um, what is you know, a little bit of how this energy is working out. But the thing of it is, is do we really want to see it? Because once you've seen it, you can't unsee it, right? Um, there is change coming. Um, change is, ever, is constant anyway. And it can be a difficult thing uh, because this energy that's going on is unstable energy. So, that can be very startling for some people, especially when it um, feels imposed upon you. And, you know, when I looked at the lineup for um, on Samhain, it looks here to me like the sun is being pushed with an agenda. Because when I see Mercury behind Mars and then Mars behind the sun, I feel like there's um, an agenda that's being pushed. Um, somebody's agenda is being pushed through someone and, you know, making it look like some other thing. If that, if that makes sense, um, it just looks like somebody is using somebody else to push an agenda. Um, that's what it looks like. I mean, just on when you when I first looked at this chart for Samhain, when I see all of these together, when I see the Mercury, when I see Mercury and I see Mars and I see the Sun, I see this pushed, and the Moon is in this as well because um, this has got a, is connecting with the Sun, but it feels like the individual, um, like our consciousness saying, wait a minute, there's something missing. What is not fair? Because then it goes back to, um, the moon that, um, was in Libra. So in saying all that, I will, um, all of this energy that's building up, um, like the moon, um, like I said, offering us that glimpse into the unknown. Um, this can be a startling thing. 
And like I said, it feels like something is being imposed upon you. But this moon will activate Uranus-Saturn square that we've been having. And it will be exact on the final time um, on December the 24th. So right on Christmas Eve, um, that's when that exact square will happen. So again uncertainty here so sudden changes um sudden understandings and awarenesses um this can have us clinging to the past a little bit um our past ways so to speak so when we need to um we need to adopt a new reality is what's happening um we have to understand that we're on an evolutionary path and we can't just continue on committing and, and uh, reenacting the same mistakes over and over again because it's going to keep us um, in the same place. Our full moon that we had in Aries was really pushing us to be into to our individuality. It is push. It was pushing us to stand up and to honor our individuality and our uniqueness. We are not the same. Every single one of us are different. We get this concept of we're all connected to mean that we're all the same, and that's not true. That is furthest from the truth. So, on um, October the twentieth, that. Aries full moon, it, it brought us back to ourself and what was best for us, recognizing our sovereignty. Um, and, and Uranus is really helping us with that as well. Um, and remember now, Scorpio is the sign of secrets. So this moon is going to connect us to September when Mercury stationed and went retrograde. Um, he had a square with Pluto and Uranus. So, and then, you know, Mars came along and influenced that energy. And that changed the whole dynamic. Um, then we were focused on, um, really focused and acknowledging our dark places. And this is where betrayal, treachery, um, those kind of things like coming out of our comfort zone, that is where that's very much highlighted. So yes, we are really being pushed out of our comfort zones in many ways. And I'm seeing here that it's not going to be changing anytime soon because Mars will, um, later on this month, Lars, Mars will be opposing Uranus. And I'm just going to add here that when Mars entered Scorpio this past weekend, um, yeah, he's meaning business big time. So this energy is this kind of shocking energy. This will be felt until around November the 17th. So this new moon will definitely um, set the tone for the month. So what is going on around this new moon is really going to be setting the tone of the next uh, moon cycle. So by the middle of the month, we will really begin to feel 
um, that firework kind of energy. And I want to keep, I want to go back to um, the new moon at 12 degrees of Scorpio. It is beware your thief of your thief of the night. It's entering without force because what I'm seeing here is like silent but deadly. So the best thing that we can do is embrace transformation and learn how to um, use what's going on to our betterment, learn how to transform that energy and make it work. And I I do want to say that when when we're entering into the, we're fixing to enter into this um, eclipse season. So this is the last one this year. So we could see endings. We could see um, things leaving. This is about learning a lesson. Um, our dogma is going to be hit. Our belief systems. Um, in in old like. Old beliefs are being released. Old toxic patterns that are holding us back. Um, I feel that is going to be an end as well. Now, Mars is very important here because he is at home in Scorpio. He is very, very powerful. Now, Saturn, which is playing a big part in all this as well, is in Aquarius and Saturn is at home in Aquarius as well. So when we have these two coming together, Mars is going to be that powerful one. So, you know, Mars is more powerful. He's disciplined. He is, um, he, he's very focused in the sign of Scorpio, but <laughs> The way this is going on is when we have this, we're having this square, this new moon is going to be a square to Scorpio. Let me see if I can show you here. I know some of y'all don't even like to look at the, the um, some of y'all don't like to look at these and, and that's okay. I, I understand it can be hard to read sometimes, but when on this new moon, when Mars and, um, Saturn have this square, um, there could be a time of uh, suppression or oppression. Um, it is endurance. Um, this is our will being enforced. It could also mean powerlessness. It can be um, having the energy of insecurity, um, I can also see that during this time, there's probably going to be a, um, maybe a more, uh, harsher restrictions coming. Um, I could see this, this happening. So, uh, I can also see where this, this Mars and Saturn, this could also go into our different areas of communication, so like consequences, and this could go into the um, the consequences of social media and the cancel culture, um, abuse of power, sexual abuse, um, crimes, you know, abuse crimes, um, boundaries being pushed, setbacks, struggles, um, and I do see that 
for some, it could be one of pushing your own boundaries and facing your own darkness, your own shadows. So be careful of these actions that the actions that you take make sure they're not being fueled by fear this can be very um prominent during this time because you know number one we do have a lot of fear induced stuff that's around us right now um we could see um you know maybe fear coming back so be very careful about um, being pushed to make decisions out of fear. Also, um, we could be seeing a psychological um, consequences of our societal standards. And this could be the consequences of what's going on and what's happening with certain things. Um, it, it could be a time to discuss forbidden topics, um, as well as it could be a time of leaders going overboard, power, power struggle. So, also cruel behavior, um, obsessive and even cult-like behavior. So, I think we're seeing this too. We're seeing this um, already, you know, we're seeing this cult-like behavior. We're seeing the um, power struggles, um, you know, cruel behavior, um, things like this. This is all evidence. And, you know, the sun is also going to be opposing uh, Uranus. And when this happens, it's just like, man screw it. We're going all for it. You either go all the way or, or go home. And this is really going to uh, push us to speak our truth, uh, self-expression. Um, it's a time of illumination. Um, it's also a time of rebellion. Um, the, it's a time where massive breakthroughs can happen. Uh, breaking free from something, a liberation, the sun opposing um, Uranus is like this big liberation. It's, um, it's like bursting out of, um, a cage, so to speak. And I will say that this can, it, this energy can cause a certain kind of mania and unpredictability that it could also, um, it could also put leaders in a crisis mode as well. Um, now, this should, all of this stuff, it should lessen after the 12th. But um, when, we're dealing, when we are dealing with outside planets, understand that this kind of energy can last for a while. I do want to add in this in here because I do think it's very, very important. Venus, our planet of love, as well as um, finance. She does represent our money. Um, she is moving into Capricorn on the 5th, on November 5th. And this is really a big deal here. And this is going to activate the Venus retrograde and Pluto return cycle in uh, December. So, we're going to have um, 
this energy is going to go all the way to the beginning of 2022. So we're going to have this, um, this cycle between Venus and Capricorn. Venus is going to go retrograde in Capricorn. Uh, we'll talk about that more on a um, another video as that's not going to happen until um, December. So with this, um, guys, is, this is more. It's going to connect our supply chains. Uh, we need to pay attention to what's going on. Um, the whole world is going to be impacted by this, not just the United States. Um, we're going to have to look at what we truly value. Our values uh, could be changing here. Um, you know, we are under massive reconstruction. And being that this has taken place in the second house of values and money, um, we could see an economic crisis going on. Um, we can feel that once was what used to be important to us before is not quite important to us now. Our, um, like I said, our values will change. So the next few months, things will definitely be shifting. Um, you know, Capricorn represents our governments and those those um, businesses and systems of power. So this is having a real big, um, it's under construction. It's just got this big sign under construction. Everywhere the governments are having this, this moment because, um, the, you know, this is in, really impacting us worldwide. So we have a lot of things going on in our world, a lot of shifting, a lot of, um, getting down and and that's that's what Scorpio likes to do it likes to get down to the nitty-gritty it's raw and um, it is really trying to shift us to being uh, what is valuable in our life what what is what does what truly matters now um, on November the 17th Venus we will be entering Venus's shadow then um, because she will be retrograde on December the 19th. And this is this time right now between the between November the 17th through December the 19th. I'm really going to encourage you to be very, very open. Be very conscious of what's going on. There's a major theme happening here. Um, be very, very conscious and be, discern be discerning um, on what you should spend money on, what you should invest in. Um, we need to really focus on becoming self-sufficient. Um, and we got to be prepared because there is something going on. There is something happening. And the energy is all pointing to that. There's a lot of strong, there's a lot of change. There's a lot of transition energy, um, power struggles happening. So um, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Also on the 5th, Mercury is going to move into Scorpio. So this is going to be, again, about secrets coming out. 
you can expect more secrets, more things. This is like digging up. This is like um, going out in the backyard and digging up bones kind of thing. So, it could be a time of revealing taboo things. And this is the second time this taboo is hinting. So, um, I'm surprised to see, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised, but I'm anxious to see what's going to be coming about and um, what's going to be revealed. The underworld is definitely going to be revealing some stuff. So, yeah, we're still... We're still hanging on to our seat and having this interesting ride. Now, on November the 7th, um, Mercury and Mars is going to square Saturn. So, this is a time where um, sharp opinions are made. It's like you're... It's going to be enhanced. I mean, I see this all the time right now. If, if you don't believe like I do, you're completely wrong and you've got to be changed. And that's not so. Everybody has their own opinions. Everybody has their own beliefs. Um, so, I can see this being about silencing those that have a different opinion than you. Those who have a different truth. So watch out for that. Also, verbal attacks. It could be a time of threats. Um, Mercury, Mars, and Saturn. We could also see like computer hacking going on. Security breaches. We could see more, uh, more of a disruption in commerce. Mercury is about commerce. So we could see, you know, shipping, things like that. We could see um, a disruption in that. Now, on November the 13th, Mercury will be opposite Uranus. Um, and this is going to really push the energy of freedom of speech. Um, you can, again, expect more shocking truths to come out. Um, it's going to be Mercury opposite Uranus. This is radical. This is like a radical wake-up. Um we're having major wake-up calls. And it, you know, sometimes it does take that radical thing happening for us to wake up and see what's really going on. So, we could see intense conversation as well as a continuation of new avenues of communication take place. Um, you know, the thing of it is, is that, you know, freedom of speech to me is a really good thing. I don't mind other people having different opinions. Matter of fact, I want to hear the different opinions because then it gives me something to consider as well. And it gives me a learning opportunity. And that is part of our human experience. If we all dressed the same, if we all thought the same, if we all did everything the same, that would be totally boring. Where is the diversity in that? Being different is beautiful. And we have to understand the difference between we are all one, we are all connected, and then our individuality. Because it seems like those two concepts cannot be realized by many people. And if one is not spiritually minded, if one is not evolving their soul, they're not going to understand that. It's going to be the same for them. And that's not true. We can still be one. We can be all connected in this web of life. Okay? 
We can all be connected like that. But we all have to understand that we're all unique, energetic expressions. And we're here to do and express a certain vibration. We have to stop being so dumbed down and see, see. This is one of the reasons that, um, you know, I... I these sayings that we have that's been said in ancient literature, know thyself as above, so below. It's said so many times that people have lost the magic of that. And that is a great example of learning to use words the way that they need to be used. It's not about being a gatekeeper. It's about being a sacredness it's about being a person on a sacred journey and understanding the sacredness within words, within meanings, within concepts. It's understanding that. So, again, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. And new avenues of communications. Through this process of of being so judgmental to everything, you're going to see people divide off. You're going to see people start separating because of the simple fact that there's too many people judging them. Man, this is like going to, you know, going to church, you know, going to Sunday church after a big party happened at somebody's house and everybody talking about it. This is judgmental crap that's just, it's got to go. Um, on the um, on the 17th, Mars um, is going to have more. This is on the 17th. This is going to be when it actually, um, when it actually um, is direct. So again, um, you know, watch out for extremes. And there's a lot of different, different things here that we could go over and we could discuss but I just, I feel like I am repeating myself. You know, our stars are really telling us that we need to wake up. We need to see what is valuable, what, what, is, what should be valuable to us. What should be valuable to us is keeping up with our family and our kids instead of keeping up with the Kardashians. And, you know, I, I, that's just kind of like the slang that everybody's saying. And if, and if we look at our world, how people will idolize um, movie stars and athletes and things like that. And I understand, appreciate them for, you know, what they do, appreciate them for their gift and their unique, um, their unique energetic expression that they're bringing to the world. Yes, but they are not gods. And we have to, it's kind of like, when you have this steady river and it's flowing fast and free and then all of a sudden it starts getting these other people start tapping into it and there's more lines and it's just, it's not anymore. It starts running dry. We have to bring our focus back. We're too far off. We're too far off out in left field, so to speak. We're not seeing what is important, what is truly important and what truly matters we have to stop buying into that illusion 
And this Scorpio is definitely there to strip away that illusion. Scorpio is one of the most misunderstood signs, just like Pluto being a misunderstood planet. Um, Scorpio, it wants to get down to the dirty rawness of who you are so that you can truly shine the way that you want to shine. So that is it for now. It took me a while to do this, and I do apologize because there was so much I wanted to say. Um, I just, you know, what I keep hearing through this is silent but deadly, and it's silence truths, and, and it's really important that we not do that. We have to understand, you know, was it beware, beware, they come like a thief in the night. So this is about being conscious of everything. And I believe it says that um, in this, in this um, degree that the new moon is happening in the 12th degree, I believe it was Austin Kopak that said that this um, deacon is the uh, focus, um, the focus is mutual desire. And that is what we, I feel that we need to work on. I feel that we are being called back. You know, we're being called back to center stage and saying, wait a minute. You know, we've got to stop all of this craziness. And we need to, um, you know, see, we need to acknowledge the true problems. And... You know, I, I want to add that back on, let me see if I can find this here, um, Capricorn, um, let's see here, I'm sorry, not Capricorn, um, Chiron is in Aries right now, and um, when we had that, we had that Aries full moon, back on the 20th, this really played a very important role here. That That is, that's Chiron. Chiron is the wounded healer, and he is um, in Aries, and this is basically saying to us that, you know, you need to heal. Um, it reminds me of what they tell you in, um, when you're getting counseling is like your wounds may not be your fault, but healing them is your responsibility, your responsibility, your triggers, your responsibility. So I wish you all a wonderful, wonderful, blessed new moon. And I ha wish you a wonderful week and I will see you next time.